2: Well, it is Tuesday. I realize that, but I do believe yes, goal! there was a victory.
0: Go,
3: Dallas Cowboys!
2: There were two victories. Yes, there Cowboys winners on Monday night. Rangers winners on Monday afternoon. Take that, Houston and L.A.
3: Ha 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 ha! Uh,
2: and here we are. Well, some of us made it back from L.A. I was never in L.A., but Savannah was in L.A., Mickey was in L.A., Everson was in L.A., and who's here? we got Mickey, we've got Savannah, but no, we don't have Everson. And you know who the diehards are. Yeah. That's right, who has a commitment to excellence on this show inside mm-hmm. the SWBC Podcast Studio. Tribute to the uh, pick-to-click Savannah Hugh Thank no. you. It no. was me. No, it's it Savannah for making it back oh. from SoFi Stadium last night. I made it back, Gets too. An er- well, you... You didn't have to put any effort into your return you trip, right? I just flight. rolled right in and <laughs> yeah, got to sleep at four thirty in the morning. You you were on the charter, and you know how much more difficult it is to fly commercial out Especially of anywhere out of LAX. Uh huh.
4: I'm surprised I got out of there on time. Normally, I have a delay at LAX every single time.
1: Mm-hmm. Usually, the delay is getting into LAX.
4: But five a.m. I was five a.m.
1: flight.
2: 5 a.m. flight lands at DFW at 10:30 mm-hmm. and gets here in time for mix shots. So she's wins pick to click. Uh, yeah, she is. She is my pick to click today. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Yes, there no, you go. for today. Yes, okay. for today.
2: And since Everson keeps track of the picks to click for the no, game, Savannah keeps. Notice. Savannah kept it. Okay.
4: I'm pretty sure I was closest in with the points. I did 24, 14. Cowboys. Okay. Oh, that was
1: 10 points. Mine was 26-24,
2: only two-point difference. Yeah, but you flew over on both. That doesn't matter. <laughs>
4: I'll, I'll circle back and get the notes. Margin. We'll,
2: we'll get back to that. I was way too high. I was 34-28. How was that a two-point difference? Do what? I said my
1: margin of, margin of, victory, of victory was, was two, 26, points. 24? two points. 26-24? Two points? Two points?
2: Yeah. What am I missing?
1: Didn't they score 17. Well, that did, I said the,
2: the, the but he's, difference. The margin of victory was He picked three. a two-point margin of victory, and the actual margin of victory was three points. Yeah, and thank so you that's very much. On
1: the prices Right, they go like this too. you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this ain't the price. Because you is right. can't go over on your. On he your went price. way over. Man. I think yeah, somebody last week, Everson, was claiming victory because he had <laughs> he had the he margin. He was claiming that he had the margin right, and he didn't have the score. anywhere have, close. you What player did you have? For your pick? Oh, I click. had the pick to click right too. Dak Prescott. I, I had I'll give CD you that. Lamb. I, I had, had CD. CD doesn't do what he did unless the quarterback yards. Uh, the quarterback threw for 117 yards well, to him did. and scored a touchdown running and a touchdown passing. That's right, and had a hundred and nine quarterback rating. There is no dispute here. <laughs>
4: I had Tony Pollard.
2: Tony Pollard. He,
1: he, yeah, who what did he do? He, who who can rush? He, he who ran? Big, who who put all the work in play. on that sixty-yard play? Dak Prescott did because he avoided <laughs> a sack twice and threw the ball to Pollard on the run. And Pollard the didn't avoid any tackle or anything, and right? he had twenty-seven yards <laughs> rushing.
4: And if he would have caught that touchdown. Towards the end, that would have been great, but that was really
2: impossible <laughs> That's why right there. Troy. Oh, there you go. That's Three's right. He was in position for that touchdown, too. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard. And he didn't catch go. it.
1: All right. So uh, good that we settled
2: that. Yes, we did settle it. Double yeah. victory on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the pick-to-click today is Savannah. Yes. And how about that win, and how much needed was that win? Uh, the biggest... Uh, uh, the biggest uh, thing on the charter coming home was a sigh of relief. Oh, no kidding. Going into a bye
1: oh, week.
4: I, oh, I know.
2: As DeMarcus Lawrence
1: said, he called the win a crucial win. Mm-hmm. It was very crucial. Uh, and McCarthy said, we did just enough to win. So, And he went on to say, we still got a ways to go. We're getting there. So, Yeah. Going on the road, winning, and I don't care how you do it, in this league, a win is a win is a win. And if anybody disputes that, we'll
2: go ask the 49ers and the Eagles after this weekend. I haven't done the research on this, but uh, this has to rank right up there with the earliest in a season that there are no unbeatens left in Were they popping champagne in Miami? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what occurred to me
1: uh, is what if the Dolphins were undefeated? Would they have been cheering for this version of the Dolphins to, or, or wanting to preserve their undefeated season? That's uh, a great question. Uh, undefeated you, want to, you want to preserve your own. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Even it's Pre- what? Preserve 50, your own. 50 years ago? Uh-huh. Is that it? 72? Yep. Uh, all right, so where do we start on this? Um, it was a... Um, A game that didn't start uh, the way the Cowboys wanted it to start, but it ended the way the Cowboys wanted it to end.
1: Yeah, and uh, credit to the defense. Um, They did a pretty good number on the number five ranked offense in the league uh, that the Chargers came into the game with, uh, held them to 272 points. I think one of the yards. Yards, I'm sorry. Uh, and one of the things we were concerned about was their rush defense after giving up 170 yards uh, to the 49ers, and they held the charges to 53 yards rushing and turned Herbert into kind of a common quarterback. Uh, he, he And even though he was only sacked once, they put a lot of pressure on him, and he finished with an 84 Uh, completion percent or or a quarterback rating uh, and his completion percentage was way down from what he was doing going into the game uh, completing 71 percent of his passes Uh, so in this game he completed 70 percent of his passes so uh, credit to the defense and uh, making plays at the end just when they needed plays made Uh, they didn't have a sack the entire game until Micah sacked him on that last possession after DeMarcus Lawrence did a heck of a job. I think it was first and five, and he held Eckler to three. Then they got the sack, and then Damone Clark got the pressure and Stefan Gilmore the interception. And overcame 11 penalties for 85 yards. They ended up throwing, no, I'm sorry, yeah, 11. So they ended up throwing 20 flags in
2: the game. 20 that were taken, the, the yeah. penalties that, was a that lot were accepted.
1: Right? I bet that looked good on television.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I was listening, uh, as I always do, to serious NFL Radio on my drive in, and they and they were talking about what a, an entertaining game that was to watch. And what I was watching last night, I'm like, another flag? Another penalty? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one after another. And then, the, and then mm-hmm.
1: that doesn't account for the one they missed. And we'll... Spend a whole segment on that punt. <laughs> a bunch of BS
2: I've ever seen.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell we're a little tired today,
0: Bill?
2: <laughs> uh, Mickey, little Mickey, Mickey we're uh, here. He spent, we spent all last week having to endure Mickey. Now, this week, we only get uh, a couple of days. Savannah, are you here with us tomorrow? Or are you? No, she's uh, on the mix crew tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we've have got Christy, Christy Scales, Scales here with us tomorrow, right. yep at uh, at noon. And so anyway, Mickey's much better after a win than he is after a loss. All True. week, yeah, yes. So this is this is uh, the, the Mickey who's they, not. They need me
1: on, on on the committee with the rules. You know, <laughs> that's.
4: I agree to fix. I some agree.
1: Things. Uh-huh. The other thing they need to fix is not have the teams crossing each other before the game starts for warm-ups. <laughs> this isn't college where they all got to come out the same tunnel, right? And San Francisco pulled their same BS before the game with Cleveland, tried to start a fight, just like they did with the Cowboys, right? Got in the way of the kicker last year and did it again this year. They were They were doing some... Uh, rehab, and it was right where Brandon Aubrey was warming up uh, at at, uh, uh, at at San Francisco, and they did it again, and it was the same guys: Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, uh, Brett, uh, is it Brandon Ayuk? Yep. Uh, and one of their other offensive linemen get in a tussle with Cleveland before the game, so the Cowboys are coming out, and they're coming down their sideline. Well. Uh the, chargers, the last night you're talking about now, Chargers. Okay. Yeah, the Chargers, uh, are, are their DBs are doing some drill, and, they, and they're doing it on the Cowboys' sideline right by the bench where the team was running through, and then that thing breaks out, right? Well, and that's what they say they do all the time, but it's like, warm up on your own sideline. What do you got to do at the other sideline?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody said, well, it's half the field. And I go, Well, why don't you divide the field down the middle instead of across the fifty yard line? <laughs> <laughs> that would save a lot of problems, right?
4: Mickey texted me. He was like, Did you see what just happened? Uh, yeah, what? I was do hoping we know what's she was going right on? There. I was I was on the other side, on the opposite side of yeah. the sideline. So I did the
1: bench. Yeah. The,
4: yeah, the Cowboys. And I was I didn't exactly realize what happened until later, but they were actually pretty scrappy still during the game. Oh yeah. You know? Like it was just kinda they were going after it. All right. So what bit.
2: was the scene like there last night?
4: I will actually paint the picture for the fan mm-hmm. engagement. When I when I talk about how many Cowboys yeah. fans were there, it was nuts to me. It was like 50-50. And I almost kind of felt bad because the people that I went with, it was my sister and her friend. They're big Chargers fans. So I'm wearing my Cowboy stuff. They're wearing their Chargers stuff. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Chris. And – uh when but you
1: we were just, probably in the majority.
4: Yeah, but that's the thing: is every other seat was a Chargers fan and then a Cowboys fan. Chargers fan, Cowboys fan. It was so loud from the Cowboys mm-hmm. side; it was just crazy to me.
1: Oh, they started doing the chant when when San Diego. I'm Sandy. I knew it. I'd do it <laughs> when the Chargers had the ball, right? And it was like they almost had to go silent count. Well, you can tell when
2: Herbert is trying to hear in his headset, in his his helmet, the plague Mm -hmm. being called in, and he's having to cover his, uh, you know, helmet, his ears to be able to hear what's being transmitted. Uh, when they've got the ball, obviously. Uh, And you can tell on, on, I I had comments from people at work last night. They were saying, man, it sounds like it's a home game for the Cowboys. On on television, it sounded that way. I can only imagine what it's like in person.
4: It was crazy. It it surprised me. It Mm -hmm. really did.
2: Well, that's what used to happen when they
1: played in San Diego. Uh, Because I remember the one year the Cowboys opened the season at San Diego, and they put uh, the Chargers put a premium on buying a single game ticket for that game with the Cowboys because they knew what was coming, and so to buy a single game ticket for that, you had to buy a single game ticket for another home game. They made you buy two games if you wanted
2: the Cowboys game. Trying to hold the and Cowboy so what fans did it sound? Down. So were they able to hold the Cowboy fans down? No, with that. Okay. Nope. They must have had. It's open. much. There are much more cowboy fans, though, at SoFi Stadium than there were at Jack Murphy Stadium. Uh, right. Or not? I don't know. It was because you got to think from the Chargers' perspective. I mean, they're no longer San Diego's team, obviously, and so San Diego's bailed on them. They're not going to drive up to L.A. to support right. that. And then they haven't been in L.A. long enough to really establish a Charger fan base, and it's such a mixed bag of fans anyway in L.A. because they didn't have football for years, whatever. And so the Rams are kind of in the same boat themselves, even though they've been there in the past. But at Jack Murphy, this this was at a time i'm talking in the 2000s
1: mm-hmm. so they weren't very good and so the cowboy fans would overrun that stadium mm-hmm. and they were trying to hold it down but anyway and there's so many cowboys fans in california to begin and cowboys. i'll tell you what right. i don't know i don't know if they can find players for stuff like that but i did see after they broke everything up uh, the white hat land clark mm-hmm. Uh, went and put the headset on and, and, and actually had the, the, uh, the tablet, the replay tablet out. And they were reviewing what happened. So I'm wondering if they could still find guys. Oh, I think so. Mm. Even though they didn't penalize anybody. I believe they can throw people out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in the, they warmest. were probably
2: checking to make sure yes. that just how bad the incident was and if punches were thrown. Well, and there was because sort of Fowler connected and, and with a helmet. Whether it merited whether it merited an ejection because they were in the field of play and when it's happening. I don't think they could have judged uh, who
1: started it because mm-hmm. it just kind of exploded, mm-hmm. like taking a match. Eckler took a friendly fire. <laughs> yes, he did. Dude, lost his he, helmet. He walked into that one too. It was hilarious. I think actually. it was Fowler. Yeah, Fowler got Chrisley. him. But man, he walked into it trying to pull one of his players back, and and Fowler swung and hit him in the face. Wow. There was a cowboy, I don't know if it was a coach or a helper dude in the middle of it, and he got blasted.
2: A helper dude in the middle. <laughs> helper dude. Well, it could have been <laughs> I'm at, like I'm a table. Like, uh, that's helper what dude. Uh, that's it, what, wasn't, that's, no, Savannah, it wasn't, no, it wasn't the title today. Savannah, that's what we are on this show. Well you are Mickey's helper, helper dude. I, I'm helper a helper dudes. dude. And yeah, I'll <laughs> do that. I'm,
4: I'm cool with that.
2: Uh, okay. Well, we continue with Mick's shots. It's Mickey and his helper dudes when we come back in here in just a moment.
5: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they
0: snap
2: at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down.
5: Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands.
0: that's what we're looking for add a delicious refreshing pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy cheesy savory topping there's no topping a cool pepsi finish nachos better with pepsi
6: that's what i like the medal of honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat more than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the civil war fewer than 4,000 have received the medal of honor
3: Miller Lite and the Cooler, America's team, playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, Back to mixed shots.
4: K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Mickey, do we want to get into the return? Yes. Should we kick it off with that?
1: Before we analyze the game and sure. how well the cops So Sure. Here is the
2: pool report. Okay, we're talking about the punt the the punt that was how are you going to describe it? They called this? it muffed. He didn't muff it.
1: He didn't catch it mm-hmm. because he got run over. All right. He didn't touch it. Now I understand what the ruling is. Uh, because if you're engaged with the guy that's trying to cover the punt, then it's your fault if you get pushed into the returner. Well, if you go back and look at it, Tolbert wasn't engaged until Samuel engaged him and pushed him into Turpin. And not only did he push him into it, It could have been hands to the face or a face mask if you go back and stop it as soon as they they did. They didn't call that. Now, the ruling on the field was uh, Cowboys' ball because they thought the Chargers player touched the punt first. And if the punting team touched the punt first, the ball, and it's loose— as a return team, you can pick the ball up uh, without any hesitation and and pick it up and run and if you if you happen to fumble it, then it goes back to the spot that you picked it up because mm-hmm. they touched it first and did the, They did the pool report with Walt Anderson, mm-hmm. who I'm guessing wasn't even there, so he's watching probably in New York. NFL's senior vice president of officiating, Walt Anderson. So they asked him, why didn't fair catch interference apply? Because the punt returner was actually contacted by his own teammate who was actively blocking a Chargers player. And when a teammate of the returner is actively blocking that teammate, it's responsible for his own contact, even if it's into the player who signals for a fair catch. So, no contact, so the contact was actually by the teammate of Dallas who had signaled for a fair catch. So, they, the Chargers initiated uh, the review.
4: Well, they challenged it, right? They
1: challenged it, yeah. So it says here there wasn't a ruling on the field of a change of possession. It was just a normal punt with an illegal touch. If it had ruled on the field initially that the ball was touched by the receiver, then it would have been awarded to the kicking team. Then it would have been a booth review to either confirm that's what happened, and it would have been reversed. Then we would have had changed it. But because... Why is this stuck here? But because it was ruled on the field that it was not touched by the receiving team, that's why it was a coach's challenge. Okay, so where's the rest of it? Because they had to determine, I thought their guy dived on the ball first, and then it came out again, right? Well, they're basically saying, uh They're saying All that, he explained was it was a coach's challenge. Right. He didn't explain who touched the ball first. So look at that. I'm watching it. Didn't it look like the Chargers player touched it first.
2: Um, I think you can make the case that uh, Jalen Tolbert's left hand got on the football before the Chargers player. But I'm not. I, I'm just looking at one angle right here. The issue that I have with it is, okay, I understand that. Jalen Tolbert is blocking Jasir Taylor, or he's they're engaged. But it's Taylor who who, it. who forces the blocker back into Turpin, and it appears, at least on the review that I'm the, the replay I'm looking at, that the defender makes contact with Turpin as right. well. Because he ended up throwing right. his elbow. I mean there's a there's a certain uh, there's a certain area that the defender ha- that the receiver has the right to to catch the football and if the contact is initiated by the defensive player that destroys that window of opportunity that Turpin has and he makes con- clearly he was contacted and he fell back then that's a fair catch interference
4: but because Tolbert hit him Initially, even because though he was because by the defender, because,
2: because yeah. he was blocking, gonna, so that's why they're, they're saying didn't that because it. the blocker was engaged with the Chargers player, that it's not fair catch interference. Right. But actually, See, it's the Chargers player who forces the uh, Turpin not to be able to catch the football. And they even get it—it's it, ro- his force of contact. They even got it wrong on the uh,
1: on the uh, play-by-play. Uh, it says Jalen Tolbert muffs catch. Well, he didn't muff the catch, so they're yeah. saying they're Tobert saying he touched, touched the it. Ball he first. touched
2: it before the right. Chargers player touched he's it. That's what they ruled on their review. And you can't fault him. He doesn't know that. Right. He thinks that the ball hit Turpin. Hit Turpin. Right. right. And so he's he's scrambling after. He it. He can't see it. Yeah. And
1: everybody else and is And just scrambling like the Charger player the is scrambling for it right. too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another rule change that needs to take place, or tell them to look at what happened.
2: Right. I mean, the, the cause for the misplay was, and it was an interference that was forced by the Chargers player. It right. wasn't Tolbert who was blocking on the play who forced the fair catch interference. Yeah, he got he blocked. Was, right. Anyway. I mean, so you can't block in front of the receiving, the the, the punt returner? Well, you better not get pushed into him. Yeah, them. right. So, but anyway, it was a
1: big play in the game because you know they why? gave them the ball at the twenty-yard line. And, then they and They got a fifteen-yard
2: uh, penalty. They got them down to the five-yard line right. on the next play, and then they score a touchdown. And now it's a tie ball, right? Game yeah, with it was huge seven eleven to go. Mm-hmm. So, All so
1: right. both of their both of their uh, touchdowns came on a short field, right? Right. Um, so they held them to field goals. So from a defensive standpoint. Uh, even though they couldn't seem to get Herbert on the ground, uh, they played pretty well. I think I saw eight quarterback pressures. Yeah. so And he, he avoided several sacks, right?
4: He really did. Actually, he was great at kind of realizing when he needed to run and just get out of certain situations. He was, he was pretty spot on with that last night.
2: All right, let me ask you this question. Going into that game, if you were to rank, or not you, but in general, on a national scale, okay. What do you think the general consensus of opinion is on where these four quarterbacks rank coming into this weekend? Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Dak Prescott. How would they have been? How would they be ranked by the uh, Cowboys fans at large across the nation?
1: One, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, and
2: ten. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in just that saying order. those four. In that so Brock order. <laughs> Purdy, in fact, Brock Purdy lead, was leading the league in quarterback rating coming in this weekend. Right? Okay, Jalen Hurts coming off a of Super Bowl season, and and, and Justin Herbert as most people have him as a top seven, eight quarterback in the league. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. All right, coming out of the weekend. Let's just say you had just the evidence of this weekend. Right, what those four quarterbacks did this weekend. How would they be ranked? We reverse my e- order exactly. Dak would be the one. We're reversing it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Brock Purdy was very pedestrian in his numbers when he did not have Debo Samuel for most all the game and lost Christian McCaffrey and his left tackle Trent Williams was playing on one wheel in the late in that game. And uh, Hertz throws three picks, including a horrible interception that led to their loss at the end of the game. And then Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert had Keenan Allen wide open twice, not once, but twice in that football game that could have easily resulted in touchdowns. Like the and missed them badly. The one that Deron Bland fell down on that one, that was and class. the and the stutter go where uh, he was wide open. It was oh, Bland yeah. defending on that one too, in the late in the first half. And he bit on the stop. Uh, right, right. And I mean, I could not believe, and Troy Aikman couldn't believe it either. That uh, that he uh, on the first one especially he missed. But I mean, he missed on both of them badly. Right, right. And I'm going, wow. I do. I mean, we hear. We hear fans—not not, not saying necessarily Cowboys fans—but are critical of the quarterback that plays here on a week-to-week basis. I wonder what do they say about Justin Herbert in L.A.
4: See, I still think Justin Herbert performed pretty well. Him, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're comparing him and Dak Prescott last night, they both.
2: I mean, I would Dak say, outplayed I mean, him last night. Dak
4: definitely outplayed him. Yeah. I just think Justin Herbert, he's still a very consistent quarterback. I just think he had a lot of pressure on him, which, he was, did. Shown, which was shown from our defense. He should so, have been
2: sacked five times. And he, he was able exactly. to avoid That's why, But that's why... You can't take a one week sample on on players or quarterbacks in this league. They they will have off days. There are uh, circumstances. It's a long season and so that's why you have to let the whole season play out right. before you're making judgments on oh this guy can't play or that guy can play. And it's and
1: and for that very reason I think it's a good thing that the Cowboys have their bye. Although everybody thinks oh they can work harder now. Well, they'll practice once. Probably. If that. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're not practicing today, and it's already Tuesday. Wednesday, you might do a little something uh, if they my, want. My
2: understanding is there,
1: they're going to let them go. Yeah, right?
2: and then they're back on And Monday. then you've got to have four consecutive days so there'll off. So four consecutive days off will be Thursday through Sunday, and they're right. back here Monday. Yeah. Getting ready for um A killer stretch of the season coming
1: up here. So you can do a little bit more on Monday, but that's it. And then Tuesday's a day off. Mm Right. So, yeah, it's not like you work harder and fix all the things that need to be fixed. Uh, And offensively, they still need things fixed because I don't want to finish the game and my quarterback's the leading rusher.
2: Well, and the other thing, and we'll get to to that when we come back here in a moment. One other thought on Justin Herbert. They play Kansas City this week, and I would not at all be surprised because this is what happens in this league. It's a bounce-back league, just like San Francisco has their best win of the year over the Cowboys the week before, and then they go to Cleveland and they lose, just like... Philadelphia is unbeaten, and then they go to the Jets and they lose, just like the Cowboys have their worst game of the season. They come back and they win over the Chargers the next week, a very tight fit. Well, you watch. Justin Herbert will go to Kansas City next weekend, this coming weekend, and he'll have a three-touchdown, 300-yard game, and the Chargers will play Kansas City a one-score game. I mean, Bill,
4: I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree.
2: This is what happens in this league. It's like one week. You can't do anything, and then the next week, you're all world.
4: I'd love to see the Chargers beat Kansas City. I would love to see
2: it. And they're in the position that the Cowboys, if they want to get to where they got last year, which is in the playoffs, they went 10-7, and then the pressure is on them at 2-3 and to do something this week against the best team in their division, if not the best team, one of the top two or three teams in the league. All right, we continue with more mixed shots in just a moment.
6: Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
3: Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite. The only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to Mick shots.
4: Come out to AT&T Stadium on February 24th for the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship Series. Watch the world's two best wheel racers converge for one night of nonstop action enjoy unprecedented access to the sports biggest stars with an up-close view of their race bikes and team rigs at the fan fest tickets are on sale now at seatgeek.com the official ticketing partner of AT&T Stadium
2: okay do big-time players make big-time plays at big-time moments in games yes they do yes that's how the Cowboys won that game on that last series and we should talk about that um
1: With the amount of pressure, and I think you already pointed out that the Cowboys had eight uh, pressures or hits on Justin Herbert, Mm -hmm. but they had no sacks until Micah Parsons. Uh, I think it was second. It was second and two Two. at the 33-yard line. Right. And Micah finally, finally uh, beat Slater, I believe it was, and uh, got got the sack uh, for minus eight yards.
4: So that was Micah's sixth sack of the season, and his thirty-one and a half career sacks are tied with Miles Garrett for the eighth most by an NFL player through his first thirty-nine games.
1: Thirty-nine games, and it was huge because he was getting run past the quarterback most of the time. And we also should point out that. Uh, Here's how the Cowboys compensated for the loss of Leighton Vanderish. Um, Damone Clark, uh, I'm guessing, played the most plays of his career. Uh, he ended up playing, uh, I want to say, uh, 72 snaps. So he missed one defensive snap, 99%, and that'll be the highest I bet he's played. Micah Parsons played more, 68 snaps, 93%. And Marquise Bell, who I thought had one heck of a game, 39 snaps, 53%. So what they were doing, basically, was they were playing uh, Micah Parsons and Bell a heck of a lot more than normal. And Bell ended up, I think, second on the team. To took Clark with uh, seven, seven tackles, tackles right? Yes. Clark led the team with eight tackles. Uh, and then, and for sure in the second half, because I kept marketing it down, they started playing a true four-man front, and they were lining Parsons up as a linebacker off the line of scrimmage. And a lot of times on the line of scrimmage with five guys on the line. So he ended up playing a whole bunch of snaps at linebacker. And they did a heck of a job of holding Eckler down to
2: a reasonable amount
1: oh, of rushing yards,
2: right? And How were s- they using Parsons as the linebacker as a linebacker? What was his He was standing up next to
1: Damone Clark. So off the line, I guess he would have probably been the weak with, side with Marquise linebacker. Bell out there. Too. No, no. Okay, when, so, so when Bell wasn't out okay. there, so it was one of the two usually uh, at the at the linebacker spot. So it was a four man front with two linebackers. Yes, a normal four eight. three mm-hmm. and nickel, right? Um, and
4: that's what we wanted. That's what we kind of talked that's about. That's what
1: we talked about last right? week. Yeah, and uh, I thought they did a, a good job against the run, um, as evidenced by the stats. Right. 53 yards rushing. They what held did, uh, Eckler to uh, 14 carries for 27 yards. 1.9 a carry. His long was 6. Herbert had their long at 9, and it was a scramble. Uh, so it's Very similar to the Cowboys'
2: stats, uh, rushing, rushing. the football. Neither team could
1: run the ball. Pollard right?
2: was 15 carries for 30 yards, right. 2 yards a carry. And the Cowboys got the bulk of their rushing yards from Dak. There was no holes. Mm -hmm. The offensive line has got to get better
1: because Dak saved them about. You know what? It's happening all
2: across the league. Um, I mean, you look at the rushing stats across the league this weekend, and they were very. It was down across the board, and scoring was down too. Uh, There were only two teams had buys this week, so thirty of the thirty-two teams played. Mm -hmm. Twenty-five. Of the 30 teams that played this week in Week 6, scored 21 or fewer points. There were hmm. only five teams in the entire league that scored more than 21 points this week. And only two teams had more than 30 points.
4: And why do we think that is?
2: I think it's because they're now you're uh, coming into Week 6. Every yeah. team had played at least four games. Most had played five and defenses adjust to what offenses are doing to start the season. And so they've got – typically you're when you scout any game, at this point in the season, once you get four games under your belt, you just go back the last four games. That's what the scouts usually do. You go back the last four games, and so you've got a good sample size mm-hmm. there of the tendencies that offenses have and defenses adjusted to it. Now what will happen is offenses will tweak what they're doing, and it's, it's a back-and-forth uh, – you know, you had some backup quarterbacks – Playing as well, but not not any more than what you normally have in a week six of a season. But uh, and so that that also affects it. And there's some weather around the country too. But uh, it's still unusual to have 25 out of 30 teams that scored 21 or fewer points. So there's before. Savannah, there's a bunch of
1: unscouted looks because mm-hmm. you don't know what teams are doing. Mike McCarthy's big on that. Now you got scouted looks. So Bill's right. Now watch the offenses have to adjust. Dak's been sacked eight times in these last two games. Uh, he got hit uh, six times, and they had seven tackles for losses. So uh, they're, you know, and, and Khalil Mack's good, right? Joey Bosa's good, although he didn't play all that much. His snaps were uh, –
4: He wasn't out there a lot.
2: I was saying yeah. his snaps were way down. It was something, somewhat of a surprise that he was active anyway. 30 snaps out. he a had. A toe injury yeah. as well as a hamstring injury.
1: But they, they did a good job of putting pressure on Dak. And, and and so this offensive line, now it's the second time they've played together, they've practiced together. Uh, they need to buckle down. Uh Tyler Smith didn't have a really good game. Uh, he struggled some. Uh, and you're going to struggle with Khalil Mack. Just last week he had six sacks. Uh, so uh, that's, got to be, that's got to be better.
2: Who are you giving game balls to? Um, 14. 14 for sure. Marquise Bell.
1: Um,
4: you know he, he could
1: always give it to the quarterback, but Brandon Cooks was pretty darn good. I was
4: about to say Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm.
1: Brandon that, Cooks. That was your guy, wasn't it? That was that your pick to no, click? No,
4: mine was, Tony, was, Pollard. was oh, right. yeah. Tony Pollard. That's
1: right, Tony Pollard. Uh, that was a heck of a route he ran for the touchdown. Great pass by Dak, but Great block
2: by Pollard on Derwin James. Yes, he was picking blitzing. up the blitz mm-hmm. and, that could and, have affected that. He may not have got home because uh, Dak was backpedaling and Dak was buying time right. for Brandon to clear on the crossing. Because he route. was
1: a crossing, he had motion to the
2: right and then went all the way back. It was the, CD went in motion, so there was a, this was another example of putting a guy in motion mm-hmm. and it tips off. What the, the way the defense is playing? They were in man because the guy was following CD, and so Brandon was started on the right side of the formation. He was he was tight on the right side, basically. He was a few steps away from the line from the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And Gallup on the left side. They both ran crossing routes, and so uh, and uh, Dean Marlowe, who was defending Cooks, he, he didn't he didn't defend it poorly or anything, right? Cooks just had a step on him, and Cooks has enough speed. And so Dak just had to backpedal and buy time mm-hmm. for him to get to where he needed to go and made a great throw. Yeah. And, but in the meantime, Pollard had to pick up Derwin James, which he did. He was blitzing from the right side. Did you get faked out on Dak's touchdown run? You know what? I I didn't see it live.
1: Because <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I, I did.
2: I did, not I did too. I,
1: I was, was
4: like, what just happened?
2: I had other responsibilities. We have a 7 o'clock newscast. And I was had <laughs> 7 doing o'clock? A, yes, we we don't have a six o'clock newscast anymore. We have a seven o'clock that goes an hour on TXA twenty one. And so I was oh, talking Rangers at the beginning of the game. I'm talking Rangers, so I had to play catch up after the first series of the game. So I didn't see it live. Um, I I thought they had dropped Pollard
1: for a loss. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find my notes and the, uh, oh, it was the and then all of a sudden Dak was in the end zone. It was the defensive end forty.
4: It was an eighteen eighteen yarder.
1: Tupulutu or something like yep. that. I got it Tooling. right. Uh, I th- he 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 put a hit on Pollard, right? And I'm going, oh God, why do they keep running that play? <laughs> <laughs> there goes Dak prancing into the end zone, right? Yep. Eight, and I yeah. heard I heard Brad's call on it, and he called Dak got st- or Pollard got stopped for a five yard. L- oh,
2: excuse me, my bad. You know what? I, that's something that I'm sure they talked to Dak about this. Past week, I mean, there was early in that San Francisco series, there was a like a zone read like that, right? That Dak had running room, but right. he gave he gave the ball to Pollard instead, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, they probably gave him, hey, it's the, take take a look at this because they're yeah. they're pinching down on what we're trying to do running, and there's open space for you, and especially well, in that situation with the fourth down play. Yeah,
4: even last night in Dak's press conference, somebody asked him hey, what did you do in those moments when you knew you needed to run? And he said, based on everything that happened against the 49ers, he knew he needed to make a couple more of those go. rushing plays. So,
1: Use his you know, feet,
2: right?
4: Yeah, he, he knew he needed to, to step up a little bit more and get some runs I ca- in. Him. I can't he remember had, if, had if it was the first series yards. or
2: the second series against San Francisco. There was a play that mm-hmm. there was a lot of running room for Dak, but he had and given he tried to throw it? Well, actually, he, he handed off on, oh, that, okay. on the play that I'm talking about. All right. But – Uh, Yeah, that
1: all was good until the tush push. Yeah. Ah, Just run a play. (laughs) I don't think they've tried that before. I don't think so either. Maybe they won't ever again Uh since it was less than a yard and he didn't even hardly get to the line of scrimmage. (laughs) They asked. They asked Dak about it, and Dak said they needed to push better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I needed oh to no. push my tush better. <laughs> it, um, it reminded me of when the practice indoor practice facility came down and we were trying to get out the door, and I was like third or fourth deep,
2: and, and my reaction was you guys need to push better because mm. they can't get the door open. And by the way, uh, who's the unsung star of this game? Brandon Aubrey That's exactly right. I mean, that guy is 16 money. straight.
1: 16 and for 16. And think about it cuz San Francisco with their rookie kicker was in the same position from 2 yards further, 40 41 yards. Mm-hmm. Third round pick and, Jake Moody. And Moody missed it. Mm-hmm. I think those were his, I think he missed an earlier one too. Yep. Cuz they were both perfect and he missed two and Dax now 16 for 16. You know, uh, Dak, Brandon Aubrey. You, sorry. You know, uh, did you
2: hear what? Yeah, butter.
1: Butter? Uh-huh. Dak, uh, Dak, what? They Dak They asked, was Dak asked about, about Aubrey. Aubrey, and he
2: says, oh, butter Aubrey. Uh-huh.
1: They call
4: him butter Aubrey? That's what he said. He goes, so
1: he's smooth. butter. He's
2: smooth. He's been like that ever since he walked in the <laughs> Oh, door. that's great. Uh-huh. And uh, and you want that with your kicker. Where right. It's, it's like an automatic. Uh And
1: he, he later said, he goes, and by the way, he goes. He's an athlete, right? He he played professionally in soccer. He's an athlete. He's just an athlete that's kicking.
0: hmm
2: And and so yeah, he first was, round draft pick. Another first round draft pick on this roster. That's right. Uh-huh. He, he should uh, have been right.
4: Butter. Well, he was butter.
2: MLS. Butter. Yes. MLS. He was. That's right. Pick. That's right. All right. So uh, that does it for um, this crew on mixed, mixed shots. shots. And uh, we meet again tomorrow at noon. Oh, you forgot to ask me. See, when they win,
1: he doesn't ask me. How did Missouri do this weekend? Oh, did they play? Yeah, see? Uh,
2: who did they play? Did they win? They Vanderbilt went to, again. They went to Kentucky <laughs> and kicked their butts. Same there team that go, Georgia Mickey. beat 65-14 to 14 That's last week. right. Well, <laughs> they beat them 38-21. Well, well, congratulations. How about Very that? good. All right, and uh, so we will, most of us, will see you tomorrow at noon. Go oh,
3: Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
0: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah.